welcome to this episode of the Nairn County Podcast, which is brought to you in association with our two digital partners, Zion Energy and Top Car. So it's Ian Finlayson for the Nairn County Podcast. I'm once again setting up Sunkiss Station Park with my friend, Mr Donald Wilson, who's a supporter, an author, a fundraiser, and a journalist, and a man of many other talents. Donald, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Um, I thought what we would do, Donald, just chat through a few memories and get some perspective, uh, your perspective, of covering the county as a journalist and as a fan and as, and as a fundraiser, and just talk through a few of the, the high points and indeed the low points as well, I guess. There were many of them. The time. <laughs> it comes with the territory being a non-county supporter, doesn't it? So, Donald, tell me, um, what's your earliest memories of, of this place? Well, my, my earliest memories of Station Park uh, was having been brought up in Shanghai, uh, just over the wall there. Um, uh, I was born in Whitelaw Crescent and then lived in George Street. All the best people did. Exactly, <laughs> Shanghai. Um, and um, the great thing in these days was... Uh, uh, Eric Geddes, who was uh, a lovely gentleman as well as a superb uh, coach. Um, Eric used to open the gate uh, for us, for the kids from Queen's Park, uh, down at the Codra Road, the gate that's used for transporting all sand and materials to uh, carry out ground, ground repairs. And Eric used to open that. It was a corrugated, an old corrugated iron gate, and it was a corrugated iron fence that ran okay. round the boundary of the ground. And um, the gate was open for us kids to flood in from Shanghai, and we did so every Tuesday and Thursday <laughs> night. And it was great fun because we saw our, our stars, you know. Um, not the Aberdeen lads, uh, because they were they were training in Aberdeen and came up with train in the, the Saturdays. Ron Murray, Billy Smith, Billy Smith, and um, of course Andy Cadenhead, the great Andy the great, Andy yeah. Cadenhead. And Abe, in, in, in my early years, uh, uh, um, I was born in 55, um, so uh, I think uh, Andy came in the early 60s, and um, he, he initially started as a right back, but I think it was when Nairn sold Tommy Sanderson to Elgin City <laughs> that uh, Andy moved into centre-half position, and of course uh, he was, um, you, you know, himself and... Uh, Davy Cochran were two uh, immense, immense uh, characters, uh, totally different personalities, <laughs> uh, as as we know. Um, were they different as players? How, were they, um, how do they compare well, the same? They, they, they were different Davey's as players, yeah. uh, and I think Davy would be the first to admit himself. Help himself. Um, Andy Andy was a researcher at the Rowe Institute. He, he was a very refined character. Uh, Davy, I think, would uh, <laughs> no doubt admit himself he was he was more more of a rough diamond, but uh, they both brought qualities to uh, leadership qualities to the team yes. uh, teams that uh, uh, really um, I've never witnessed since. Um, but we, we we came up here on these Tuesday and Thursday nights, and these days. Um, uh, there was no uh, floodlights, of course. All they had, yes. all they had was, uh, I think, about four wooden telegraph poles with training lights. I didn't know. Um, that's all they had, 
and um, they, they would use uh, parts of the pitch, they could only train parts of the pitch because of the uh, restricted lighting, and um, where we're sitting here in this lovely old wooden stand which was built by Telex uh, and inspired I think by Angelo Morganti in yes. 1937, um, uh, this, was, this was their gymnasium. Um, uh, explain because, that to us. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain yeah, yeah. it to yeah. you because uh, it, it was fascinating. Um, Eric uh, used to get the kids to act as goalkeepers, um, you know, multiple goalkeepers. Um, we'd have maybe four in, the, in between the sticks as uh, the forwards fired in <laughs> shots. And of course, I don't think health and safety came into it because <laughs> if one of us took a rocket shot from Chicky Allen or uh, Davy Johnson in the head, I think it would have taken her head off. <laughs> but um, after putting them through their paces on the on the pitch and whatnot, um, uh, Eric used to take the players into into the stand, mm -hmm. and here they would do all sorts of different exercises, um, uh, step ups on the on on the bottom step. Um, uh, they would do um, uh, crunch curls and all sorts mm -hmm. of different exercises, and they'd spend uh, twenty minutes, half of it, half an hour here. Uh, building up the core, doing core okay. exercises on these on these benches, mm -hmm. so um, they had to improvise, mm -hmm. um, and of course the pitch then itself, um, it w we considered it a great pitch then, and that it, it was a, it was a good surface, mm -hmm. um, and it was looked after by. Just one person, Johnny Galanders. Oh, now there's a right. name from now, the county history. Exactly, yes. and and your dad, Sandy, Sandy Finlayson, of course, was uh, their secretary during, during that period. Now, jo Johnny's grandson, uh, Colin MacDonald, uh, yes. Teach, yes, is uh, still a great fan of the club and uh, is very proud, quite rightly, of his granddad's association with the club. Mm. But Johnny uh, uh, largely kept the, the, the pitch in, in great condition. Yes. Um, but uh, the early days, the players, the players I I remember, the era I remember were, uh, first of all, with Kenny McKenzie and goal. Um, you should have heard Richie Konzak talking yes, about him the other night. Just absolutely, as a, a, absolutely. A, a, I mean, Kenny... And to this day, a wonderful man. Um, Kenny was. Um, yeah. he, the interesting thing, I, I look now, and I look at Dylan and goals, you know, and Dylan is not tall in stature, mm -hmm. but interestingly enough, Kenny McKenzie and Richard Konzak were not mm -hmm. tall. Uh, but um, uh, Mike Ray told me what he, he his coaching of Dylan has been to mitigate his uh, lack of height uh, uh, with others with other skills, and he's been mm -hmm. a fantastic he's been a fantastic keeper for us. He has indeed. Um, but, you know, between three of them, I mean, <laughs> Dylan's a great keeper. Yes. You know. I, I would really um, find it difficult to different to, to to decide between Kenny and Richie because mm -hmm. I know I know Richie was in awe of Kenny. Still is. He, he, yes. was, he, Still he, he absolutely <laughs> was, and every right to be, um, because um, uh, Kenny was a he he, he was a supremely agile keeper. Uh, his reflexes were amazing, as indeed. Uh, 
uh, were Richards. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think Richard made his debut when he was only about 15 years of age, and probably Kenny saw the, the writing in the wall coming, <laughs> and uh, he, mo he moved on to Cali, and yeah. Richie, of course, established himself in the team. Yes. Um, the other great players we had then, of course, we had... Um, I was going to ask you about one name you mentioned there, because I know Davey's your, Davey Johnston's a hero, and we'll come yeah, on to Davey yeah. a wee bit later on. Tell me about Chick Allen. Chick Allen. Well, as I said, I was born in 55, so the early 60s, when uh, Chicky was playing for us, I was still a young boy. Um, and um, he... What, what I remember of Chicky was he, he was built like a tank. He was a very strong, uh, powerful player. And of course, he, he, he was a captain of the team, you know, and Davy was a great pal. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he, he, was, he was an outstanding, outstanding player. And I, I honestly think that maybe Chicky's departure uh, to Inverness Cali, he worked um, as a salesman, a, a part salesman for a car at, for, for McCray and Dick in Inverness. Yeah. And then um, uh, Cali uh, uh, got the, they managed to sign him. And um, I, I wonder if Chicky had stayed at Nairn if Davy would have moved on to Aberdeen in 1966 mm -hmm. uh, as he did, you know. Uh, but uh, Ch Chicky was an immense player, an immense player, um, and I remember other players like Billy Smith. Billy, Billy, Billy played, I think, at one time for Darlington. Good times. Yeah, yeah. At one, at one time. He was he was bandy legged, but such a skillful player. And um, uh, Caden himself, Andy Caden himself, had a, he 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 had uh, quite a number of uh, first team games under his belt with Aberdeen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and I think he moved to Arbroath, and it was from Arbroath he came up to Nairn, and, and, and then we later got Ronnie Murray, who, Ronnie wore the number 10, uh, Andy wore number 5, and uh, uh, Billy Smith number 8. But there was, in, the, in that early 60s period, we signed a few players from uh, Inverness Thistle. I, I don't know what happened, I think there was a bit of a fallout, mm -hmm. but there was Jim Cameron and Alec Young, um, and I think maybe Alec Bowman came yes, as well, yes. you know. Um, but uh, these, these were great additions to, to the squad. T tell me, Donald, because the, the history of that team during the 60s, such a strong team and with the names you've mentioned, yeah. how far away were they from winning the league? What, what did they need to go that extra step? Or, or why I, didn't they? I, because they're such a beloved I, team now. Yeah, I, I honestly... You, you know, I, I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that that was the finest Nairn County team uh, that uh, I ever saw, uh, that team in the early 60s. And uh, they were the most successful, because I think they won three or four North Caps. Yeah. They won the Highland League Cup and they won the Qualifying Cup. I remember that well in 1969. I was at a replayed a uh, North Cup tie, North Cup final, mm -hmm. uh, a replayed North Cup final at the Clark Park. My dad took me to, mm -hmm. and we beat uh, Cali three two in the replay, um, and of course I was seeing players like Johnston and Chicky and whatnot, and 
I was maybe a bit too young to appreciate how fantastic they were, yes. you know, yeah. and that, that, that's the truth. Um, and frankly, I often didn't have the sixpence or whatever it cost to get into the game. Mm -hmm. And the ground was fenced by corrugated iron yes. and the wall at the hospital end was much lower. Um, but the old cow shed, um, which we're looking across the pitch towards now, of course, it's this lovely new uh, uh, enclosure yes. appropriately named after Davy, uh, Davy Johnson. The, the, because the wall was lower, we kids could uh, hop up onto the wall, sneak along the back of the corrugated iron and nick down <laughs> the sides into the ground. But at the other end, at the Gordon's cottages there, where the uh, mobile mast is, yeah. the, the, the corrugated iron extended right round there. Yeah. And there was a gap in the corrugated iron. <laughs> and we knew that if it was maybe risky going on that, that side, we would head round there. And I am absolutely certain the club knew about that gap in the fence, but didn't give a damn. <laughs> and the Sawnall Hill, as it, 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 you would call it, um, we, in these days, it was absolutely packed with fans. Yes. And the, the old guys would see us whippersnappers coming in and sneaking in through the back. Come on, come on. Ushering <laughs> us into the ground, you know. So that's, that's how I got to most of my games in, in the early days. It's funny you, you're saying that because, as you know, I grew up in, in George Street myself in the yeah. early, late 70s. It never changes. Queen's Park kids and Station Park, we know how to get in for games. Exactly. The walls are a bit higher. Um, <laughs> but um, and, it, yeah. it, it, it's, a, it's an amazing little ground and it's, it's always been part of my life. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I mentioned all these players and the, that, that great team of the 60s, uh, I, they, they, missed the, the pot, they, they missed the league championship twice by one point. Exactly. And so that, that must have been galling, not it, just for the team, but the fans yeah. must have been. And R Richie particularly uh, yeah. has a very good recall of it, a better recall than I, I might add. And he told me about this game um, where we needed to beat Clark on the Wednesday and if we uh, beat Cali, I think, on the Saturday, we'd won the league, but we yeah. had to beat Clark on the Wednesday and they humped us 4-1. Uh, no. Oh, and um, and who was in the Clark team that night but Stan Mackay uh, and Stan told me a story he says Donald he says you know this uh, it broke my heart as an errand oh, lad uh, mm -hmm. you know because I knew we'd ended the club's mm -hmm. hopes that night uh, and it, it really hurt me but he says I, had, I was a Clark player and I had to, 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 to do my best which I did um, so it was an interesting uh, interesting uh, uh, perspective uh, from a, a, an Aaron lad who uh, led to our downfall, as it were. <laughs> but with with two seasons picked twice, mm -hmm. um, I'm I, I was too young to recall the uh, the, um, the the details the details of it. But what I do remember uh, is the fantastic atmospheres coming up here, um, the the big crowds. Um, you know, you know. I mean, the year Johnson. Uh, broke his record in 63-64 uh, the, the average attendance over the season at this ground was 1,068 1,068 it's an incredible figure you know um, oh my we had even half that I, I know and, uh, but it really, really was incredible 
Right, um, I'm going to hold you there, Donald, yeah, sure. just as we end this quarter. And when we come back, we'll have a little chat about you moving into journalism and your thoughts okay. about that. Thanks for joining us on this latest episode of the Known County Podcast. It's been brought to you in association with our two digital partners, Zion Energy and Top Car. We'll be back very soon to talk all things Known County and we look forward to joining you then. Thank you.